Hello, this is Shelton Mumgarner, and this is episode 12 of What's the Crack? New Model Army. Some time ago, the, Amer- the Republicans in Congress tried to troll Democrats by adding what they felt was a killer amendment to something. And what, the amendment was that women would have to register with Selective Service, just like men, or young men. They thought it was ridiculous and, and a troll and it would kill the legislation, but much to their surprise, the Democrats were quite happy about that situation, which, you know, I have to say, you know, I think women should register for Selective Service, but perhaps not so much as as some sort of military uh not in a military context, but more of like a, of a national service kind of way, uh, and then they could just be sort of as necessary used for the military. But that's me. Other people have different ideas. But anyway, I <laughs> I love scenarios. I love scenarios. That's my thing. I love it. I I have a lot of excess mental energy, and I often spend my 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 otherwise prosaic time thinking about different scenarios. And so this, uh, think of this episode as sort of future history. Now, uh, either uh, either you will find this completely ridiculous and turn on and tune out at this point, or you'll humor me and listen to me uh, sort of pontificate on, a, on some rank speculation. Okay. If you work on the assumption that any... That Trump, that Trump and Barr fail to win through, say, quote unquote, soft power by managing the media narrative, and they have to, they get a little bit desperate, and they perhaps go for the total control of Roger Stone. Then you, then the the rot in the American, the ancient regime, the American ancient regime becomes quite apparent, and it's possible. That the country buckles. Now, if the country buckles, then it's possible, not probable, but possible, there might be uh, not just a civil war, but a revolution. And, and what I mean by that is no institution, not even the U.S. military, will survive. Now, that is, at this point, as I before the election, that is completely fantastical. It just, it is not, it is so ridiculous and fantastical that, you know, only because I love scenarios do I even continue. But let's run a scenario. The scenario is the opposition to Trump is personal. It's not, it's not so much that people are upset with the American regime, but they, they, it's a personal distaste for Trump stealing the American birthright or attempting to destroy the American birthright of liberty. As such, it's not the right in their in their you know will will regulate militia. It's the not not even the not even the left. It's just people who aren't MAGA. They decide to rebel against. Again, in a personal way, against Trump as a person, but he is simply the he simply controls the U.S. government. 
Now, I have come up with all kinds of fantastical coups and counter-coup scenarios, but I, I think that that sort of is belaboring the point in the sense that I don't think Nancy Pelosi has it in her. <laughs> I, I think, uh, even though, yes, there is a technical way that there could be, quote-unquote, a counter-coup if Trump does a coup, I, I think... In all honesty, it's it would be up to the people to do it to do anything about this situation. And I, and in all honesty, I do not think that they will. I think that Americans are just too complacent, and Trump will win. This is sort of trying to make myself feel better by imagining a scenario where they don't just give up. Uh, now, uh, I I watch all these YouTube videos about major events, civil wars, revolutions, and uh, I sort of latched on. To something from the the British from the English Civil War called the New Model Army, which is uh, what Cromwell used to to, to defeat the king. So, uh, you know, in my fantastical future world, uh, I can imagine something of an American New Model Army that would rely a lot on women for recruits because women hate Trump. <laughs> uh, but see, if you look at the American map. From a sort of a repolitic, repolitic level, you have there, there are a few places that have sort of a polity, like they're they they sub polities, if you will. I don't even know if that's true, even the, I don't even know if that's a real word or not. You have California, which is a polity, it is a cohesive political unit. You have Texas, which is a cohesive political unit, unit. you have the North American Northeast, which sort of has a regional. Sort of the, the deep echo of the Civil War. Uh, and then you have this American South, which is either the Texas part of the South, but it's sort of drifted away from the South because it's it's big enough to be its own thing. But the American South really is a, is its own polity in a sense because of the its, its deep echo of the original Civil War. The other parts of the country have similar situations, but uh, they're not quite as cohesive because I don't think... I think I think that Indiana is really conservative. I mean, Indiana and, and Ohio kind of are either conservative, either MAGA, or they kind of very MAGA friendly. So the so the north, up the upper Midwest doesn't have the sort of the cohesive polity that it could. Anyway, so uh, I'm making an assumption which may not be accurate, and the assumption is. <clears throat> that people would wouldn't just have like the troubles of Ireland of Ireland Northern Ireland, but they would actually because once Trump lost the mandate of heaven, even though he controlled the U.S. government, the people themselves would say this cannot stand, and I, and that is making a really big assumption. More likely than not, this this, this is going to end before it begins. It's just going to be very. We're going to sort of subtly, prosaically slip into autocracy, and it won't. There won't be any. There won't even be a peep. I mean, there might be a really, lo a lots of really long, angry Twitter <laughs> threads, but that's about it. But I mean, let's let's just take it. Let's let's have a little bit of fun, and or not fun, sort of dark fun, uh, and say, you know, what happens if the thing that the right wing thinks they're going to do, the other side does. That's an interesting situation, and it would be specifically because of Trump. Because 2020 was going to be a pretty crappy year, no matter what. 
no matter who was president. And you can imagine a scenario where if Hillary Clinton was president, we would be talking about how the right was going to, you know, they're they were finally going to have their their re their revolution against the libtards. Uh, but now, yeah, because of specifically because of Trump, it's not the the you know, the the right wing nut jobs. It's the average person who, for the purposes necessary to eliminate Trump as a as a problem, uh, a political problem, they may become something of radical moderates. Again, I am not advocating any kind of untoward behavior. I'm just sort of running a scenario. So, ICE agent, uh, please do not come after me. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. It, it, I think the thing that would be the most difficult for us to understand is that we wouldn't really know what was going on as it was happening if that kind of happened because I don't think that the, the uh, media would stay free. I think that the media would we'd be the first to go, and we wouldn't know. We would just know about like refugees <laughs> walking by our house. We wouldn't know like we wouldn't know what was going on. Um, but the, the idea of a new model army is 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 somewhat mischievously amusing to me because I the image of <laughs> women being so angry at Trump that they organize their own military against him is hilarious. Uh, but I mean, again, I I I think what I guess what I'm saying is. Don't count women out as a as a significant force in opposition to Trump. We don't really think about that, but women, modern women, are uh, they they are very educated and and if necessary, they will they will do whatever have, they have to do to um, <laughs> get their point across. And if they have to take up arms, they may <laughs> they may very well do it, which would be hilarious. Uh, anyway, I don't think that's going to happen. I, this this is really, really, really simply for fun. So this is a, an interesting future history. Anyway, uh, as always, I, I need uh, a co-host, I need guests, and I need engagement. Uh, I, if you've gotten this far in this in this podcast, then I, I will I will share something with you. Uh, I I. Uh, it is very, very difficult for anyone to take me seriously. Very, very difficult for anyone to be anyone willing to be my guest. It is, it is quite disheartening. It, it really, it almost, it's almost existential. The level of disregard that people have for me. Uh, but you know, the thing is, uh, as you, as, as, as the history of U.S. Grant would, would attest, you, you never can tell. You just never can tell what fate might bring. So never give up. In the, in the words of, of Winston Churchill, never give up, never give up, never give up. Anyway, this is Shelton Mungarner. This has been episode 12 of What's the Crack? New Model Army. <laughs>